The key to all marketing, selling, client service and client relations questions is actually not about how do you market or how do you sell. The thing that we need to understand is how do clients buy. And what follows is my attempt to explain that perspective at a recent lawyers conference. The first proposition I will offer to you is that the key to understanding selling is to understand buying. That the essential thought process is not how do we sell what we've got, it's a simple factual question, do we understand how people buy? Because the, to the degree that we understand that, um, then we can figure out logically what flows from that about how to behave and what to say. So every question that you may have about business development is I'm going to suggest I will not allow you to pose a selling question, right? Because the answer is going to be, well, how do people buy? Do they or do they not take that into account? Here comes the second proposition, which will be even more terrifying to you, and you're going to have to take a leap of faith or leave immediately, is I'm going to suggest to you that the profession of law is not so peculiar that you do not fit within the category of human beings. In other words, I'm going to, most of the morning, is to say, of course there are things that make lawyers different from other professions, and of course there are things that make litigation different from other forms of practice of law, but the proposition on which I'm going to base my discussion with you, my argument, if you like, is that the overlap is more extensive than the differences. In other words, there is more that we know about how human beings buy that every single one of you has in the course of your you know, short or long life bought many professional services. Right? You've all hired an accountant. Some of you have been crazy enough to hire management consultants like me. You've hired doctors. Is this fair? You've hired IT professionals. You've hired nannies for your kids. You have a long history of retaining professional services, sometimes for minor ailments, sometimes for major things. But the point is you have experience as a buyer. So in other words, here comes you know, the end of the presentation. Everything else is just commentary, right? So the, the, the sum total of the content of this morning's presentation now follows. If you want to know the answer to any marketing or selling question in your profession, all you have to do is say, would that approach work on me? Right? If somebody who was trying to get my business took that approach, would it work on me? And if it wouldn't, then I think the, the onus, the obligation is on you to defend well, what makes you think you're so special. Right? So, for example, let me do my standard one here. If old friends will recognize this. Be serious, please don't indulge me. Be honest. In your entire lifetime of buying professional services, right? Of all the things you've bought, either as, in your role as an individual or in your role within your firm, whichever of the two you wish to use, how many of you ever had your final selection of who to go with influenced by a brochure? Go on, be serious. Participative session. I've got, one, I've got one example in about 200 lifetimes. Now, second follow-up question. Be honest, please. How many of you in your practice have brochures? Come on. Do, 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 do. And you see what I'm saying? There's, there's something that needs to be thought through here, right? That in 200 lifetimes of semi-adult, semi-intelligent, semi-educated people, that's us, 
We could point to singular instances. Yeah, I can remember once. But it's such a minor tactic that if we spend any time today talking about brochures, we are brain-dead idiots. Anytime anybody hires any other professional, whether they're hiring a doctor or you know, a contractor to you know, build a new room in the mansions you live in, or an accountant, or when they're hiring you, you know, whether it's for you know, the 3,000th insurance defense, defense this month, or whether it's the big case that's never been done, whichever end of the spectrum is at, this is what it feels like to be a buyer. Here's my baby. I put my baby in your arms. Please look after my baby. And by the way, me. Just think about every time you have bought a professional service. And you get the idea, it, it doesn't have to be high end or low end, the act of hiring somebody is an act which is inherently nervous making. And therefore what I'm trying to offer to you is it's never about only are you qualified, it is always about are you qualified and do I trust you. Notice it is not only about do I trust you and you're not qualified. Please don't lawyer me to death with, you know, if I trust you can I be unqualified. The issue on the table is, is being superbly qualified enough? Or is the nirvana, which is my opinion, that no matter what your personality is, it's not an option. That's my opinion, what I think I've learned in 20 years, it's not an option. You must always have a dual path, which is you've got to be fabulous at what you do, and, and you must behave in such a way that people want to work with you because they like the experience that they have when they work with you. And it's not optional. You need to be both competent and trustworthy. And of course, all I'm trying to say is accountants hate that conclusion. Litigators hate that conclusion. Ex-academics hate that conclusion because we're all very smart. And whether or not you have an orientation towards people is just a personal history. Some of us do, some of us don't. But nowhere in our training did they actually ever, A, give us that message, or B, provide us with skills on how to do it. So most of us are left to our own devices of how do you get somebody to trust you. And that's going to be the major theme of most of the morning, which is I'm going to assume that part of getting good at business development is becoming a better lawyer. Right? I do not want to leave that off the table. Win more cases. Please write that down. Right? You want to get good at business development? Win more cases. Do better deals. Scare off more, you know people who bring, you know, bring suit. There's no question that's on the table. All I'm saying is I am not qualified to help you do that part. So today I'm just going to discuss part two, which is assuming you're great lawyers, how do you work on the second part? The implications of what we've just seen is that you need to think through what are the factors and behaviors and actions and perhaps even the words that have influenced you in the past whenever you have had to buy a professional service? What are the things that really caught your attention? Because the argument has been that what worked on you is likely to be a very good guide to what will work on your clients. Mm -hmm.